Okay, guys, welcome back. Another podcast here. We uh, coming off of a workshop weekend. So last week we, or the last week and a half or two weeks, we, we did record, um, well, it was probably about two weeks ago, we recorded quite a few podcasts right before the holiday, right before it we went for Memorial Day. And then we haven't really recorded any since then. So Ben's been trickling them out slowly. Those have been recorded. He's going to put this one out, I bet, pretty quickly. So you're probably depending on when you're listening to it today is wednesday so he'll probably drop it pretty quick we just had a workshop this past weekend it was a fantastic workshop they always are i think this one was was special for a lot of reasons um it was nice to get back to doing stuff normal uh for us workshops are quite normal in the spring and we we missed that we didn't have one because they were canceled obviously with a global pandemic so we are back in action. Um, the June workshop was a tremendous success, in my opinion, for lots of reasons. First off, it was the biggest workshop we've ever had. Um, we ended up with, we had three people, we had four people drop drop for various reasons. Um, and, and a couple of them were COVID related, not that they got COVID or anything, but like one guy had a person at his work had was, had it or whatever so he said you know what i'm supposed to self-quarantine for 14 days or whatever and it was and so he couldn't make it so he made a real responsible decision and i appreciated it he would have been on his i think it's his, it would have been his third workshop total i think he's been to two prior um and so and he wanted to go, actually signed up for the initially for the next steps workshop and he bumped to the foundation and then he bumped to the other foundation so uh, we had three people here that had been to prior workshops. Um, they took away, and I messaged with, with several of them after, they took away, I think, a lot more at a second workshop than the first. It's the exact same workshop. It's a foundation workshop. But I think they, I, I have to believe that their takeaway was stronger and greater because, A, you have less things to think about as far as uncertainty and nervousness and awkwardness and all that stuff. Um, you can really focus on soaking in more information, in my opinion. Also, because you already have a very, very good understanding of a lot of the things that are coming. So you, I do think you feel more comfortable, but you already have like a way head start. So it'd be like going into, you know, taking a class and it's a foreign language and you have zero experience with the language. You've never you've never done it before. You've never heard anyone talking before. So you're like literally starting to learn it from kind of the ground up, or you, you know, you took a, you took a class or two on it, but this is like more intense. This is you know th there's a difference. So the one who has the little bit of experience with it prior probably accelerates quicker and and settles in quicker, knowing. Um, kind of what to look for and kind of knowing some of those basics. So I think that's part of the reason um, that folks, folks, you know, feel more comfortable and get more out of them. But I also think as a whole, the entire group came in further advanced than any other group we've ever had. Um, and and I'll, I will sound like this broken record. And so the people that were at our last workshop are probably going, no, you said that about our group. You must say it about every group. No, I, I say it about every group that it's true. And last group, the one prior to this, not, not this last weekend's, but the one last spring, um, and I think it was in June as well. It was the very, our last one was in the very first part of June. That group was the furthest group along that we had had come through 
to that point. This group, I think, was a little bit further. And I don't think it's a coincidence. Um, I think most people agreed. We had, I think we had, it ended up like, so there was a lot of like, there were some families and there were some people that had multiple people with them, um, groups. So total people was close to 30 um, like working in the, in the, in the thing. But we ended up with dogs. It was, we had 16 that were like attendees. And then our kid, some of our kids would join in with dogs. So at one point we did a walk up that had like 19 dogs Mm -hmm. and, and some of the, some of the people that came, like there was a brothers that came, well, they brought one dog. Well, one of the brothers, used some of the group leaders dogs at times so there was a walk-up that we had we we're pushing 20 dogs and some people are going to go that's not very many that's a ton for us um and so we are very careful to make sure that we don't want to go um too many people too big because it's just it's a very intimate thing we really make sh- want to make sure that everyone gets the attention that they need uh everyone is individual all dogs are individual so getting into more of a workshop podcast i wasn't planning on this being a workshop podcast but maybe it will be but anyway so the group came in and they were extremely far advanced and one of the reasons we talked about that one of the reasons that they believed it and i believe it wholeheartedly is because of stuff like this the podcast because of our youtube stuff ben has done a really good job of us utilizing our youtube platform as a real big knowledge share area i mean there's just i guess i didn't even realize it sometimes until i take it take a look at it myself and i try to find something on there because i go holy we got a lot of stuff on here lots of playlists lots of series um lots of unique little one hitter type things um just a ton of information and i found that of the 20 let's say let's well there's close to 30 people so i don't even know how many were sitting there in the classroom part in the beginning but i asked everybody to raise their hand if they're following our stuff and i think there was one person not following us on social media and it's because he doesn't have social media cody i don't think he had so otherwise yeah you know i mean they the some of the some of the people that were here knew the videos better than i did because i've done them so long ago and they had watched them more recently so it was really interesting to see the impacts that this is having. So it was real rewarding also. And it was real um, reassuring I should continue to do it. Because what it told me was we're helping people prepare better. I got to see it personally because of the workshop. But for every person that wanted to come to the workshop, I there were a lot of people I think I got messages from that said, man, I'd really like to come. Uh, it's just you're, you're so far away. And... I got to throw this out there, seven different states that we had. That was the most um, states we've ever had here. So there were seven different states. Uh, one, the longest drive went to Rachel. She was 27 hours. Um, then it was probably New Jersey. Yeah. And that was like 19 or something. Yeah. Um, we had some 13s. We had, you know, somewhere Midwest, Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Illinois, uh, Michigan. We had all those states that touch Wisconsin. We had some Wisconsin folks. We had a three or four different groups from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was quite spread out. And so it was real interesting. And from that perspective, it was interesting because it was everything from families to single individuals. And then there was 
groups of buddies that came. There were brothers that came. There were couples that came. Um, it was it was just a real real wide variety, um, and it was interesting because it created a lot of diversity. And so you know I I I will get into this because I I think it's something that um, I'm learning that if I don't accept the idea that there are issues out there, nothing will happen about them. And just pretending that they're not there isn't a fix. And so, you know, there's obviously, you know, COVID was a big, big thing. We did talk about COVID a little bit, um, not a ton, but more how it impacted us with our training and stuff. One of the things about workshops is workshops are powerful because we get a lot of dog stuff out of it. But I also think that a lot of that dog stuff transfers and in, in crosses over lines of life stuff as well, relationship stuff as well, um, family, friends, faith stuff as well. And to me, that is the makeup of a person. So we, we, I like to try to use dogs to help with dog stuff. I also like to use dogs to help me with other stuff, understanding, comprehending, dealing with, um, because I do think a dog is a really powerful tool uh, beyond just going in the field and hunting with, um, they're, they're just, they're incredible animals. And so, uh, we, we referenced a book that a good friend of mine, Craig Korpf gave me called, he loved the dog. We read a few things out of there throughout the weekend. That was new. Um, we, we touched on, and so circling back to the idea of we quite a diverse group and that can be really good. Uh, so I, I think the cultural differences are really good to expose ourselves to. And so getting back, to, you know, getting back to how does it relate to today's day and age? Well, obviously today's day and age, there's a lot of, a lot of things going on right now, um, above and beyond the COVID, inequality type stuff. Um, racism is the big one right now that we're talking about. But it, I, I look at it bigger than race. I look at it as just being nice or not being nice. Like I think it's it's bigger, but it's also much simpler. Uh, being good to people, it would fix a lot of things. And pretending and, and, and being defensive and making excuses and but what, but this, but that, but this, to me, you know, that is a really good way to pretend there's not a problem. I, I admit there's a problem. I think there's a terrible, I think there's a huge problem with the obvious. There's inequality, there's injustice. There's a lot of things that happen out there that just shouldn't, it's wrong, okay? Right or wrong, it's black and white, it's right or wrong. And when I say black and white, I don't mean it like literally, but I guess you could take it that way too for today's situations. But it's much deeper than just black and white. But it's right or it's wrong. And if you say, if you come up with a little uh, enough excuses to say, well, what about this and this too and that? Two wrongs don't make rights. That's a real simple thing that my mom used to tell me all the time because I would explain to her why I would do something because, well, they did this. My mom would always say, well, two wrongs don't make a right. So I know it's an uncomfortable and it's an awkward conversation. Um, I lost more Instagram followers than I've ever lost before last week because I posted a picture that was black, just a black screen. And that offended people. It created people making, sending me comments and making, making messages, sending me messages. And I really offended people and I let them down and it disappointed them. Well, I'll tell you what, 
we're not here for strictly entertainment. And so if you're not entertained by it, the easy answer is you just scroll by. Like, you can do that. And I respect that. I don't have a problem with it. I respect everybody's opinion. But I also think I'm not doing it. Like, change doesn't happen without effort. And I think we, there needs to be a change. Okay? So I do believe that. Now, I, I also think every, a lot of people that were upset with me and didn't like, you know, unliked us or whatever, unfollowed us and all that stuff. I, I was hurt by it, not because you, because I lost followers. I was hurt by it because I thought, man, there really is an issue. It was a real reminder of me. There is a big problem out here in our world right now. And so one of the things that I think, you know, my, me saying that was clear, was simply me saying, I admit there's problems. And I think a lot of the folks that were upset with me think they knew what I meant by it. And if you think you know what everybody else means, you're, 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 you're making some big assumptions that are not yours to make. Okay. So like I support police. I think, I think it's a very, very small percentage that we have a problem with. I think it's also a very, very small percentage of people that we have a problem with. So I, 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 we see all these memes, we see all this stuff, the circles, you know, I saw this one that I every, a lot of people posted it. Um, and I don't get real political. I don't, you, you look through our pages, you're not going to see a lot of political things from me. You know, I, I, I bet you some people assume they think I, they, I, a lot of people assume then and guess and think they know how I vote. You don't know how I vote. And I don't know that I want to share with you how I vote. I don't really care. No. I, I am a, I'm not a supporter of a party. I'm a supporter of issues. Like, I feel really strongly about certain issues. That helps me understand and dictates how I vote. Okay? I think you should vote. I think you should vote based on your beliefs, not mine. And I don't vote on other people's beliefs. But I was really inspired. You know, uh, some my wife and I talked about this a little bit. I normally would shy away from pretty much everything political when it comes to social media. Um, but I felt like this was a big enough thing. And the reason was is because I of three people. My wife told me a story about a guy that she knows at a gym. He's a black guy. He shared with her some stories of how he felt just in general, in basic, like in public. Okay. And, and I'm not going to get into the details of it, but like he didn't feel safe in a lot of places. He felt, you know, he just had, he had some emotions that I don't ever have to deal with. And so I, I, that kind of, that kind of made me think I listened to a podcast and it wasn't a podcast. It was, um, a story on project Upland project Upland shared the story with this guy. I think his, his name is Darrell, but I don't know was Smith, maybe a Darrell something. Um, I listened to him and at first I was like, man, I don't know if this is this thing that should be posted on project Upland. And so did a lot of other people. Cause they made a lot of comments about it, it created quite a little stir and, I thought that for a second, but then I thought, oh, I'm going to listen to it. So I listened to it, and then I realized, man, if I hadn't listened to that, I wouldn't realize and recognize how I don't have to deal with certain things that other people do. That was eye-opening. And then Jonathan Taze, he's a hockey player, he made a statement, and I saw that, and I went, you know, where is that coming from, from Jonathan Taze, a white Canadian hockey player, making a statement? And I, So then I realized, you know what? You know, we talk about influencers and we talk about people that impact things and other people around them. 
I'm not going to influence people the way Jonathan Taze does. He influenced me. I'm not going to influence the way people the way Darrell does. He influenced me. I'm not going to influence people. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe not. But I don't even know who the guy was that my wife told the story about. But that influenced me. So I think the reality is, is we're all influencers. So I felt a little bit of a need to, to say, you know what? I think I am going to share that I've got some concerns with what's going on out there. And I don't believe anything happens without action. Nothing will change if there is no action. And so I'm not saying you have to agree with me. I don't care if you don't. I'm not here to convince you. I am here to, like when I say everyone's an influencer, I had, we had, we talked about influencers this weekend at the workshop and, and it came up in different, a couple different times about different things. And I was very quick to remind every person that was talking about it that they're influence, they are an influencer. I had a family this weekend with two little blonde haired girls. I mean, they look like Elsa and, and from what's it? Frozen. Frozen. I mean, these little girls could have been Elsa in the movie Frozen. And I looked at their parents and I said, you guys are influencers big time. You get, there's two of them right there that you're influencing heavy. I'm an influencer. And it wasn't so much from a social media standpoint. It was, I got a 14 month old little girl and I've got a 10 year old daughter and I've got an 18 year old son. And I've got some really fine young men that work with us. And I go, those that I'm directly influencing them. And it can be good, it can be bad. Every one of us, if we stop looking at pointing fingers and seeing what the other influencers are doing and we realize we're all influencers, if we all make a, a, an effort to influence something positively around us, I realize it's very little. I'm not going to change the world. But if I can change it a little bit, and then the person I change changes it a little bit. Little things add up quickly. So how does this connect back to dogs? Well, how do, what do I talk about with dogs? I talk about little things add up quickly. I don't train dogs overnight. We don't change things overnight. We don't make drastic, dramatic changes. We make lots of tiny little changes. Some are good, some are bad. We adjust accordingly. But after, you know, you watch Bella Be Good, I, I am studying it because I'm writing the, another article for Gundog on it right now. And I'm looking back and going, man, that was only a couple months ago. Oh, hell, a couple months ago, there was snow on the ground here. You look out right now and it's really green and it looks and it's humid and it's hot, getting hot and it's totally summer. And there's birds are having chicks and it's, it's literally a totally different world than when I'm watching the po when I'm posting the videos right now for Bella. Uh, I guess I'm posting the promos. You're probably on YouTube. You, Ben's way ahead of me. He's six or seven episodes. So he's weeks in, in front of me from posting on social media. But social media, I posted a promo today and there is snow, significant snow. We're shed hunting in it. And I'm thinking, we did the shed rally thing for Whitetail Properties and I'm going, man, that was like last year. And I'm looking at it and I'm going, no, it was two and a half months ago. It seems like forever ago, it wasn't. So what happened in between here and there, lots of little things. But if you looked at it daily, I'm frustrated right now because I'm going, man, we're just not making the progress I want to make with Bella. But I'm also looking back and going, just be patient because lots of little things are going to add up very quickly and all of a sudden we're going to be in business. So, you know, the... 
the idea of trying to change the world. No, I'm not trying to change the world by making a post on our Instagram that's a black screen. First off, there's there's no action to it. It's a black. It's merely me saying, you know what? I stand. I am standing, taking a stand to say I think there is shit out there that sucks. I think there's a lot of things that are wrong. I admit it. I'm not gonna say, well, you know, I don't. I don't. But this. Uh, but it's. I mean, what about this? But what about that? No, I don't. I don't need an excuse or a reason to justify whatever happens. I realize there's a lot of flaws. And what can I do to change? What can I do to help? That's what I, I, you know, that's, and and I'm so, you know, I wasn't hardly on social media this weekend. We did the workshop and I barely made, I don't think I made a post. Mm -hmm. Did we? We didn't make a post on either of our pages. We might've made a few stories. I didn't do them. Steph, Steph filmed a couple, but I was off of social media for like three days because I, because of the workshop, the workshops are super intense and I just, I didn't have it the time and the effort to do it. But I also realized after month getting back into Monday and Tuesday and being on being on social media, I kind of it's it's disheartening a bit. It's fr- I, but it is if it if I allow it to get to me. It is if I allow it to affect me. And I think that's the nice part about it is, you know, you don't have to let it affect you either. It's it, instead of me looking at it trying to consume and listen to it and then realize who post and then look at who posted it and trying to like draw connections and make i just i just used my thumb and i scrolled it up yeah i don't that's that's not what i want to see right now uh i kept going until i saw a picture of a brook trout because right now i'm really thinking about going fishing so again i don't want to make light of the situation I don't want to get super heavy and deep on you guys. I just want you to understand where we're at and where I'm at personally. Cause I, you know, the dog bone stuff, the dog bone Instagram is like my, it is the only, I, we use whole day. We've got the whole day licking stick and, and that's mo- way more business. Like that's just, that's pretty much deer stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you see pictures of my family on my Instagram page on, and I call it my Instagram page, but it's like, it's our dog bone one. So, but it was, the workshop, we talked about that. Not like all weekend, because that's not what people came for. But there was a lot of opportunity to relate and connect the dogs to try to make it not just about dogs, but more about, always have the idea of improving with the dogs, but there was a lot of opportunities to see where the dogs actually helped us in other aspects of our lives. And it didn't always have to be deep. I mean, some people talked about doing therapy dog stuff. So we talked about that. You want to you you have a rewarding feeling? Go to a school with kids that are cognitive, cognitively disabled and watch them smile and light up. Watch kids that have autism um, show emotion that they don't show any other time. Um, we've seen it. We did it with our dogs. It's awesome. It's great. It's really rewarding. Uh, go to an old folks home and let them pet your dog. Um, uh, Nicole, one of the one of the people that was at the workshop this weekend, she said they are using their dog, and, and and they've been to I think I don't know how many Nicole and Thomas have been to. Oh. I bet you they've been to six or seven workshops, but and I'm not exaggerating. But they're using some of their dogs in situations. They go to an old folks home and they act as you know use it as a therapy dog, 
And one of the things she said, and she was being serious, and I thought it was hilarious, I, I, not like picking on anybody or anything, but one of the things she said was, when we reach, when the dogs retrieve for me, I have a drop command, I say dead. And she said, it gets kind of frowned on upon when you say dead at the old folks' home. I get it. I get it. So, you know, Chris Smith, one of our one of our buddies and, and handlers and, and helps us with the workshops, he uses a word name he calls he says pasty. He's from the UP, he's from Upper Michigan. So he uses the word pasty for the dog to drop. One of the persons said what was it was another one that Wyatt had in his group, they had a different word. Give. Give maybe. Uh, so oh no, thank you. Oh, yeah. He said Rhett says thank you. Tells his dog thank you. That's his drop command. I you know I think that's so we talk dog stuff, but then we realize there's so many other applications for the stuff we're talking about. And, and, and so I started this podcast out. It was not about the workshop. We started talking about the workshop. We're going to end it on the workshop. It was great. It was fantastic. It was energizing. Um, I have new goals and aspirations for myself and the dogs. Um, I'm better for it. I, I learned I learned quite a bit this weekend. So uh, that's it. That's another podcast. I'm gonna we're gonna crank out another one here because I brought one up here. But I was gonna answer for a guy. It's a little bit more of a. So we're gonna Ben will have another one out here for you soon. This one is a question that just came in today. I have tons to catch up on. So if you're waiting on an answer, you'll get one. It's just coming. But this one came in today, and it's I'm gonna answer it because I'm gonna send the guy a message back and say I answered it in a podcast because it's a little bit more, little deeper and and easier for me to get more into it so thank you guys thanks for the support um you know take it for what take it for whatever you want to take it for but uh i have occasionally challenged people before and you know challenge you to you know be consistent challenge you to work in your timing challenge you for this challenge you for that i'm going to challenge you to be nice okay just be nice i think if you i think if if i'm not looking to change your mind on any of your beliefs. I let God do that. God will figure that stuff out. Uh, he'll work on your heart. I'm not here to work on your heart. But I think, you know, we, there's a lot of, there. you know, the, I don't look to, I, someone said this uh, on our YouTube. We had a comment that says, I know you cater to those who don't use shock collars. And this was a guy that does use a collar. And he actually sent me a really nice, polite message. But he said, I know you cater to those who don't use shock collars because that's your style. And I, one of the things, when I heard that, I thought, you know, I don't, I don't want to be catering to anybody. Like, I just want to tell you what I think, what works for me, share as much as I can, and then let you decide. So I, I did message him. I said, you know, I, I hope I'm not catering to anybody. Now, I'm not. Here's, here's the thing about that. I'm not, I'm not looking to change your mind if you're if you like using a collar and you've found a lot of success and you use it responsibly and and i'm not looking to change your mind you do what works for you what i am looking to do is help the person that goes i don't know if i want to or not and the reason i i don't or some people say i don't want to but i don't know how to do it without that's the person i'm looking to help i'm not looking to i'm not out there as an advocate to try to change the minds of every person that uses a collar because I I don't have the energy or time or desire to do that. What I am trying to do is help those that are wondering. So I'm not looking to, if you, if you, 
if you unfriended me, you're probably not listening to the podcast. But if you unfriended me last week because you were upset because of what I posted on, on our Instagram page, I'm not, if you have dead set beliefs on stuff, I'm not looking to change your mind. Like I said, that's up to you and God. Like You'll figure it out. And I have all the confidence in the world. I've got faith in that. I am trying to help someone who's like me because I wasn't sure how to handle things. I wasn't sure how to, I was processing it, trying to figure stuff out and trying to figure out what to believe and trying to figure out like, where's my thoughts on this? I did have some thoughts until I listened to other people's thoughts. And those thoughts helped to not change minds, change my mind, but help me, help, help me figure, figure things out internally and ultimately help to steer me in the direction that I choose to go. So if you, you know, Jonathan Tatis was one of them. Okay. Darrell was one of them. And my wife was one of them. Those are just three. Now I've, I've, I saw a lot more stuff than that. Those are three that really stand out in my mind. But if, so I am influenced by stuff around me and I recognize that if I don't, if I don't address some of the uncomfortable stuff, that I know is there. If I just pretend it's not there, it won't change. And so, did I did I upset some people? Did I get some? Did I disappoint some people? Did I you know did I lose some followers? I sure did. And that that's okay. There's, I'm I'm okay with it. So, you guys gotta you guys gotta figure your stuff out. Um, but if I can if I can help, I will. I always try to. So thank you guys for the support. Follow us. Uh, subscribe to this if you're new to it. We've we got a bunch of them now. So, uh, and if you would leave us a review, that'd be great. That's it. Another podcast in the books.